Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is January the 9th, 2020. Strong hand. Golden age, 20, no, 20s, baby. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Seriously, we'll talk about that today. Uh, offended by selling. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. Don't FOMO on altcoins. Don't FOMO on DeFi either. All right. Hello, my elite friends. If you got questions, I got answers. Type in Bitcoin Maestro. Do a super chat. Uh, if you got a question, we'll have some time for that. But I'm trying to get through this real fast before it gets dark because I got to go running still here in Tucson, Arizona. In motion. Oh, yeah. I'm living the in, in motion life. Hey, remember also tomorrow, this week in Bitcoin will be at 4 p.m. Baltimore time. That What's that? That's in uh, 21 hours from now. Uh, that's uh, 1 p.m. in Los Angeles, 9 p.m. in London. And yeah. Yeah, we've got guests, best guests in the freaking space. We got some new ones coming on tomorrow. Who's going to be on tomorrow at this uh, at this on this very channel? Who? Oh, yeah, it is going to be Simon of the Netherlands. You haven't, you might have uh, followed him on Twitter. Uh, Brad Mills, you know who that dude is, and Jeff Vandrew will make his return. But Brad and Simon are going to be new to the show. Hey, let's talk about uh, somebody. That's from near the Netherlands originally. He's from Belgium, I guess. Tor de Meester, he's been on the show before. He says, Bitcoin is the most efficient transformer of energy into financial reliability. Bitcoin is the most efficient transformer of energy into financial reliability. Pound that like button, baby. Yeah, those miners know. You know, mine that, mine, use that electricity, turn it into something real, baby. Something with value. All right, financial reliability, that is what it becomes, the most reliable means of uh, transaction on the planet, okay? Medium of exchange or whatever you want to call it, store of value, the greatest store of value in the history of mankind, right there, Bitcoin, pound it. And moving on, uh, uh, this is going to be probably the last time I check or talk about this. Masari Crypto has a chart out there that shows the timing of the recent Bitcoin pumps uh, last, what, two or three days when this whole uh, Iran thing was going on. And uh, to see when President Trump said something, the Bitcoin price afterwards went down, went up. Uh, they talked about, everyone was scared that Iran was going to do something. Well, I wasn't scared. Uh, the, the, the overreactors were scared of that. So make, make your own judgments. You can look at the, uh, the, the chart. It is linked to below, but the title is, Bitcoin and Iran conflict. Is Bitcoin becoming digital gold? Well, dude, it's already digital gold, okay? It doesn't matter if people are using it as a safe haven asset or not, if it's, if it's digital gold or not. It's digital gold, baby. Why have gold anymore? And we're going to talk about that in a second, about a, a real-life situation in Venezuela, uh, how someone didn't want gold, supposedly. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, you gold... Golden holders, you learned how to hold that gold. Now you move on. You learn how to hold that Bitcoin. You're used to holding, so it's easier to hold the Bitcoin. Now, Vice, oh, Vice, they have an article out there. Lawmakers and activists are proposing a digital payment platform and currency to help millions of New Yorkers without bank accounts. Uh, New York is proposing the creation of a public Venmo. All right. 
public. <laughs> oh God, you want to? Uh, I understand the un bank, the unbanked. They're trying to do good, those government people. But if they create their own PayPal or whatever this thing is going to be, you know, would you want to be involved in in a government uh, a, a government PayPal, a government uh, Venmo, whatever this is? Dudes, the answer is already out there, and you guys know it. You guys know it. That's why you're trying to have your own intranet, right? Instead of the internet with Bitcoin, you want people to you want to control the the poor. And I, I guess it would be it's it's a great voting uh, strategy there. Hey, we're going to give you guys easy access to money, uh, our money, uh, Venmo like money. Vote for us. You were poor before. Now you have you know you can have this digital money. Bitcoin is the answer. Uh, it's uh, but they, they don't want to take that extra step. But eventually, some of the people in New York State who might end up with this public Venmo, uh, they'll they'll realize that Bitcoin is the answer. Sadly, uh, most of them will end up on the digital dollar. This this uh, this public Venmo in New York, if it if it ever comes about. It's just it's a temporary uh, a temporary solution. The people will have their choice: digital dollar or uh, the real thing. You can't beat the real thing, and that's Bitcoin. Uh, but hey, I consider it a good sign when New York State uh, officials are uh, want to make their own pseudo cryptocurrency or whatever payment network. Uh, the future it's the 2020s, baby. Expect it all. This is where the big boys play. So, uh, yeah, I said that. And oh, yesterday's uh, yesterday there were two shows. So watch them both. Disruptmeister.com. You can follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T E C H B A L T. And one of them was the the flashback show, uh, me interviewing King of the Trolls, and something I, I forgot to say, and I, I most of you noticed it um, if you watched it. That I back then I was saying the same stuff I'm saying now. It's conviction. I don't train. I I don't change my strategy at all just because what's cool. Now there were a lot of people back then that were jumping on his train, okay? Because he said he sounded so persuasive and he was so scary. Nothing scares me, baby. Nothing scares me in this space, okay? This is where the big boys play. You don't go run in the mommy's room and and duck under the covers and change your mind, okay? You stick with it. I stuck with it. I've got the conviction. You can see back then I did. Nothing's changed. Now you got to give him some credit too. I mean, he, he once he switched into once he abandoned Bitcoin, that 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 there wasn't much conviction in that. But he stuck with Bcash. He 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 has he has stuck with that. Um, but it's not 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 the right way. Definitely. I mean, you watch the video. Some of the things that he said, it it looks it's it looks real bad uh, for him right now. But stand firm. He I give it. He does stand firm. I stand firm also. And uh, yeah, the majority of people out there are so impulsive. They will jump. They don't have a long-term plan. They do not have long-term thinking. So hey, yeah, I'll be a B-casher. One day I'll be a Bitcoiner. Oh, oh wait. Oh, that was wrong. The B-cashers. Oh, the price is going down. Better trade. Better. I'm not going to be a saver anymore. I'm going to be a trader. Yeah, that's just ruin right then when you keep on change, changing, when you don't have any conviction. And that's what I, that's why one of my sayings, I, I like to repeat it a lot, conviction, because there's so few people out in this space. That have any sort of conviction that they just, they just willy nilly impulsive change their ways, etc. But you can watch that video, you'll see not much changes here. Strong hand. And here is something by Mauricio 
from Venezuela originally, who lives in Toronto now. He's been on the show before back in November. Check it out, techbalt.com. Best guest in the space. He's a really smart guy. Now, what he's doing at his company, was it Hoddle? I forgot what it's called. That's not something I'm jumping into, okay? There's a, you know, speaking about conviction, there are all these people that say, you know, control your own private key, uh, proof of keys, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Get your, get your, uh, money off these, get your Bitcoin off these exchanges. And then they've got affiliate links saying, Hey guys, you should get interest at this company. Now, some promises are better than other promises. I don't do that. I practice what I preach. I am not, you know, I, I, I had Mauricio on the show or whatever he got to speak, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make money off of uh, affiliate links of telling people, Hey, go lend out your Bitcoin for 2%. And, uh, <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Crypto dividends, it, it just control your own private key. It's not worth the risk. Yes, some promises are better than other. But Maurice writes, Mauricio writes, and, and I respect, I, you know, the guys that are making legitimate businesses about that, yeah, they're competing. They're not complaining. And I'm not, I'm not going to complain. I'm just not going to participate in that. I'm not going to change my ways. I've got conviction. It's just about holding. I don't need interest on my freaking Bitcoin when I got the crypto dividends. I, even if I didn't have the crypto dividends, it's not worth the risk. To get a 2% return, oh, you lost all your Bitcoin. You lost 100% of your Bitcoin for a 2% return. Uh, so he points out, well, he, here, here, his article is called Why Proof of Reserves is Important to Bitcoin. Now, I, I, I do agree with that, that these exchanges and these interest-bearing Bitcoin banks and Ethereum banks, whatever you want to call them, DeFi, they, if you're going to mess in that space, you should demand the proof of reserves. So I, I'd like to put pressure on these guys to, to do that at least, to, to make some promises better than others at least, make them appear at least a bit more legitimate. And in the article, which is linked to below, and it was from Bitcoin Magazine, so congratulations getting in there, Mauricio. Uh, while this phenomenon has primarily led the, by the increasing popularity of Bitcoin interest accounts, competition is bringing new players into the space looking to monetize Bitcoin. That is in their custody. Presently, the market is becoming flush with digital assets looking for yield, and it shows no sign of stopping. That's unfortunate. As the allure of holding fractional reserves of assets increases, proof of reserves can act as a way for customers to keep the platform levels of fractional lending in check or verify whether their funds are there or not. Great point. All of you that are, are jumping in to this space, and then at the same time, you complain, well, banks practice fractional reserve lending. Oh. Well, if you don't want your Bitcoin bank to do it, then demand this proof of reserves thing. Uh, so with, with, with proof, you know, I used to think about proof of reserves. I didn't even think about the, this, this DeFi aspect of it because I'm so never going to lend out my Bitcoin that I, I, I just don't consider that. But for me, proof of reserves was always like, let's let's see which one of these exchanges, uh, well, which one is solvent because there's more that are really insolvent. But his his point is legitimate. Let's also see uh, who uh, which DeFi company is willing to uh, to show what they have on the line to show that they really have uh, your Bitcoin, so you don't uh, you don't uh, feel bad. You don't you don't get uh, a devastating surprise suddenly. They could always lie also. A guy Bennett says, uh, but the blockchain doesn't lie. I mean, if they show the exact addresses, it's not a lie. But yeah, so yeah, many are lying right now. But they, trust us, trust us. Trust us isn't good. 
proof of reserves, showing it on the blockchain, that's good. Uh, and Guy Bennett said, no fancy sets or graphics here. Only, and thank you for the 10 bucks, uh, Guy Bennett. Only the unvarnished truth. You either get it or you move along. Strong hand, unconfiscatable. I, I think there's a, another option, too, for some the people who watch this. Some people just like like to chat in the chat about nonsense and don't pay attention at all. So they can pretend like they get they get it. Now I'm not saying anyone's doing that, but they're people that go, they go from one chat to another to another, and all they're doing is yenting the whole time. So that and they think they're actually getting it, but they're getting nothing because they're just uh uh be, they're like schoolboys talking about gossip and uh, uh all the egos out there and stuff. So yeah, there's there's an in-between also. Um but yes, unvarnished truth. If you want the unvarnished truth, you better listen to the unvarnished truth. Just because you're around the unvarnished truth doesn't mean you're, you're, you're benefiting from it at all. But strong hand, baby. Strong hand. All right. Moving on. But you, Guy Bennett, you pay attention. The dudes over there that I see in there, they, 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 they pay attention. But occasionally we have just yentas in here talking about Bitcoin gossip. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. And, and, and they're so – well, I'm not going to get into the – Compete, compete. Don't complain, baby. You guys, it's personal responsibility is new counterculture. If you want a yenta, don't come crying to me in a few years saying I was yenting and I don't know what the heck you were talking about. I, you told me to do that. You, you not told me to do that. You mentioned that, Adam. Oh, I got totally beaten down by that. I was, I was yenting in your chat. <laughs> it was fun to yenta about ego coin, but now I have no money. <laughs> so, all right, what, what's Mauricio? We talk. Oh, Nick Carter has a great article uh, about custodial Bitcoin, uh, which unfortunately the numbers are growing. The number of people that want to get into this interest thing, into this DeFi thing, it's growing. We're screaming here about proof of keys, proof of keys, proof of keys. You know, take your Bitcoin off these exchanges. Well, the trend is more and more people are giving their Bitcoin to uh, third parties. That is growing. He shows a chart in his article here. Uh, custodial Bitcoin has grown rapidly accounting for a share of at least 20% of the total mine supply and a larger fraction if you exclude uh, presumed lost coins. Dude, over 20% of all the Bitcoin out there right now is controlled by uh, third parties and it's it's growing rapidly, okay, or it's grown rapidly. That's that's not uh, a good sign for proof of keys, is it? Well, I mean, the 20% are going to do what they're going to do. The productive people are going to do what they're going to do. Uh, the not impulsive people are going to do long-term thinkers are going to do what they're going to do. And then the impulsive people are going to do what they're going to do. They're going to jump into this, uh, this latest DeFi trend and it's only growing. So in this article, he talks about how much Bitcoin and Ethereum are we entrusting to crypto banks today? Can we minimize the trust requirements of crypto banks? What guarantees do we have on their solvency? And locked in DeFi Ethereum is growing also which is basically people that had Ethereum that were valuing their wealth in Ethereum that decide, oh, I'm going to get into some DeFi project and I, I'm locking it in. I can't even get it out in, in a certain amount of time. That, that's, that, not, that might be worse than, uh, it's, it's not good. <laughs> not good in my, and, and the funny, I wonder in three years, how many people who actually watch my, say they watch my show and are in the chat, uh, are going to say to me, oh, Adam, I got scammed by DeFi XYZ company. Well, how how did that happen? You weren't listening. I mean, it's called strong hand. Hold your own Bitcoin. What are you doing? Well, you, I did hear you say some promises are better than others. You did? 
Well, at least you heard that part. And you still made that mistake. You went to the bad promise. You went to the, the DeFi guy in China that was promised you 10% returns. All right. Now, what is my conclusion? Uh, like it or not. Oh, yeah. So like it or not, proof of keys is not a thing uh, for, for, for that many people. And DeFi-related products are convincing people to move in the other direction. Uh, and, and this is going to make the space more appealing sadly, for uh, traditional investors. Not sadly. Um, it, it's sad that they are that this is what makes them uh, salivate. Uh, traditional investors want to get into spaces where they can uh, get interest on their uh, their, their primary asset uh, by lending it out and uh, not controlling their own uh, keys. I mean, was that, that's what they're used to with dealing with banks and everything. So just because traditional investors are doing it, and more and more of them are going to be speaking up and more and more of these companies are going to be opening. Doesn't mean you should do it. All right. There's a guy named Clark Moody out there who has a Bitcoin dashboard website. And it is beautiful. It is an easy way to see the price, to see the Lightning Network statistics, to see all these statistics, to see how the halving, how far away the halving is. It's right there. You don't have to even scroll down. It's right in front of your face. It is a Bitcoin dashboard. That's the best way it can be described. It is linked to below. Check it out. I think it'll be a one-stop place for you. But some people have questions about the Lightning Network, when the halving is, how much Bitcoin is worth right now, uh, uh, other statistics. That that It's all in one place and it's very easy to read. Uh, dude, you're in motion. Very good. Best guest in the space, you know, I've had UK Bitcoin Master on. I've had Alex Spetsky on. Today, Alex Spetsky was on UK Bitcoin Master show. So that is linked to below. Check that out. Always uh, got to give credit for guys in motion, giving good interviews like that. Good job. Good job. Now, now Bitcoin taproot, Bitcoin's taproot slash Schnorr upgrade proposal is nearly ready as it moves through developer feedback phase. So it looks like 2020 might be the year of the Schnorr here. It might be the year of the Taproot. Uh, it's it's going to make a Bitcoin somewhat more private. It'll be a soft fork. Uh, let's see. It's, it's only in the developer feedback feedback phase. Will we get this at the end of the year? Who knows? There's a big article at the Block Crypto about it. For those of you who want more information on that, that is linked to below. Mike du M. Dudas, whatever his darn name is, in, in this uh he, he, he tweets about Ripple. Now, I don't like talking about Ripple, but uh, it's news. Ripple Labs is facing a federal class action lawsuit alleging that XRP was sold as an unregulated security. Uh, new evidence suggests that, one, Ripple created XRP, and two, that the company and its agents are selling the asset in excess of need for profit. Okay. So, yeah, they created something and they're selling it. What's that sound like? Someone else has done that late, lately. They created something and then they started selling it for Ethereum. Anyway, uh, so uh, who knows? Who, again, I, I don't, be a, don't be an informer and tell on people. I don't like people who inform and think it's cool that the government, oh, let me get the government to go out after this shyster. No, things will take their course. Let things take their course naturally. Um, but I'm, I'm bringing this up. Uh, just because, uh, the Bitcoin doesn't get sued. Bitcoin doesn't get a uh, class action lawsuits and Bitcoin doesn't have an office like ripple and the, the ripplers, if any of if ripple people really exist, I still doubt uh, any really exist, uh, or a substantial amount of them exist. They, they should learn the difference from this example. 
Again, I'm on BitChute now. That's linked to below. All right, here we go. There's a guy uh, trying to use gold for payments in Venezuela. Vendor didn't accept it. Now, this is this is linked to below. It's been translated. I hope nothing was lost in translation. I was informed about this. Uh, here it goes, the translation. My dad did not accept the payment in gold. He has not done the advanced course in piracy of the 16th century to bite it and know if it is real. Nor do I believe that its suppliers abroad accept sachets with an un unidentified powder. I insist on Venezuelan ducats. Okay. The bottom line is this. It appears that somebody with a store in Venezuela wouldn't accept gold nuggets or gold dust. Gold dust. Anyway, <laughs> I prefer Ted DiBiase to gold dust anyway, any day. Pound that like button. Oh, that's a new one right there. Dude, if you if anyone knows what I'm talking about that, Ted DiBiase over gold dust any day. Woo! All right, all right, all right, all right. Because again, uh, Bitcoin is more of the, uh, some of us are the, <laughs> with our Bitcoin or in Ted DiBiase realm at least. I'd, I'd rather not be holding that gold dust. I'd rather be, anyway, I'd rather be a Ted DiBiase of Bitcoin. So no, but but the point is, is the dude, even in Venezuela, uh, you know, someone, they, they definitely have a currency issues there. Some it offered the dude some gold dust. He said, no, because he can't, he doesn't know if he can turn it into something else. He doesn't know how to tell it's real or not. Hey, that, that's the beauty of Bitcoin. <laughs> You know, it's the real thing, baby. Um, and you don't have to test it out or bite it or whatever. Gold is old. Drop gold. Another example. And it's a real life example there too. Now, now let's, you know, again, some of it might be lost in translation. You guys check it out yourself. YK just sent 10 bucks. Thank you, YK. I know you're, you're a big supporter of the show. I, I thank everybody uh, for the super chats and hey, keep asking some questions, dudes. I, I appreciate when you send 10 bucks, but ask a question too. All right. We're getting, we're getting close to the end. It's getting, it's getting dusky out there. Maybe we can see it. Should I show what it looks like outside? Is that even possible now? Oh, it's getting really mad. You can see. Well, you can, you can see the courtyard there. All right. It's, it is. I didn't know how dark it was in here. I'm in the, uh, in a dark room. All right. Pound that like one for Adam being in a dark room. Let's, Let's wrap this baby up. You can hardly even see the Bitcoin shirt anymore. Oh, it will be fun running out there as it gets colder with the uh, meth addicts. It's always good seeing them with their shopping carts. Okay. So, um, oh, yeah. One, one last thing. One last thing. My buddy, my buddy in Samaria in Israel, he uh, came up with a uh, – I, he came up, he changed the handle. He changed his Twitter handle. It's the 11th commandment. Thou shalt hold thy Bitcoin. Ye shall not waver. That's a good, it's a good 11th commandment there. I like that. It's a good, uh, good slogan there in, in your Twitter. You're in motion and that, and holding Bitcoin that is being in motion. That is being productive. Remember spending is the end of, of, of productivity. All right. That that's the end stage. You're productive when you're, when you're holding your bat, you're, you're, you're holding your wealth. You can use that wealth uh, to build in, in, in the future, but thou shalt hold thy Bitcoin. Ye shall not waver strong hand. That means pound that like button. Okay. We'll be back 4 PM Baltimore time tomorrow. 1 PM in Los Angeles. I believe that's nine 
p.m. in the London and it's 10 p.m. in the Netherlands this week in Bitcoin. We got three awesome guests. Two of them are new. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. Pound that like button. See you guys tomorrow, 4 p.m. Uh, New York, Baltimore, Washington, D.C. time. Thanks.